Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning, I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And we are here. Our dog, I think, is going to be a little quieter this week. Yeah, I ran him for about four miles, so hopefully he'll be out oh. for the duration of this, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, you probably heard him in last week's episode. He was kind of whining and wanting to go on a run or something. Yeah, yeah, well, he's a stinker, but we love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so he's asleep behind us right now, mm-hmm. um, and that's nice. We've had already kind of a morning. It's been an interesting morning. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I think yeah. we say that like every week. Mm-hmm. No, but Sam turned 16 yesterday, which yeah. was so exciting. That is crazy. Um, we had a nice birthday. It was the first time that one of our children invited someone of the opposite sex to the birthday dinner. I know, and I was told I had to be on my best behavior. Yes. And I you think were I pretty was. good. You were yeah, pretty good. good. Actually, everybody was. Good. Yes, but the girls have not yet uh, brought someone over for a family birthday dinner or a celebration dinner or whatever. So this was a first. Yeah, it was fun. Very nice, fun time. Um, he's excited. Uh, the little shenanigans are that we had his appointment for this morning you know it's been in the books for months because you can't get an appointment at the dmv unless you do it two months in advance and of course we had every single piece of paper in line except the uh, insurance app on my phone Mm -hmm. for some reason was only showing like our next six month policy it refused to show the current policy right and of course being the dmv they will send you home for that kind of... Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I mean, like, they, they actually want proof of insurance. I mean, you know, what kind of state is this that wants proof of insurance? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, we need proof of everything. No, we do. But anyways, we okay. I'm giving you a hard time. Yes. So, right. um, sadly, I had to take a dejected 16-year-old away from the DMV yeah. with no license. Yep. And... Um, Thanks be to God that we have these like third-party little driving schools that Mm -hmm. we can go later today and attempt to take the test because all of his other stuff is in. And otherwise, you can't get another appointment for months. So it's just absolutely crazy. But hopefully this afternoon, we will have a driver. Yeah. yeah, So hopefully it'll all work out. You know, a little bit of excitement between here and there. But Mm -hmm. hopefully it will all work out and he will be driving himself around. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most specifically, he'll be driving himself around beginning tomorrow. So we don't have to get him to 5.30 a.m. football practice. Exactly. It's actually at 6, but we leave. Yes, exactly at 6. Yes, that will be a huge blessing. So let's pray for that. Anyways, um, we are, let's see, any other church roundup? Do we have anything else? Well, to... yeah, so a couple of things. So speaking of, uh, you know, driving people around, I got a new truck. Got oh, a new yes. old truck. So new to you. Very, very excited about uh-huh. that. So I'm really thrilled about that. Driving around a big old truck. It's actually says on the side, Lone Star Edition. So I feel like <laughs> I have arrived okay. in the world. So yes. that's wonderful. And the whole reason for that is that Sam will drive the small ranger. Right. Yes. Right. I call it the small ranger because it makes him so mad. Yeah, that's, that's nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that's good. Yeah, and we have a lot of car issues going on because our daughter's car is in the shop and we've been running around and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the other big thing is at our church, we uh, this coming Sunday, uh, this coming mm-hmm. weekend, we have our 24 hours of prayer. And so my, my sermon yesterday was mm-hmm. a call to prayer, you know, challenging people, asking them to step up and commit. And uh, when I go to work tomorrow, we'll see what happened. Yeah, I haven't signed up yet, but well, I'm going got to. to get yep. on top of that. I'm definitely going to sign up for a slot on Saturday. And I hope it fills up. Good. I hope so, too. You're doing middle of the night or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'll kick us off at 12 noon on Saturday. And then I signed up for 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Oh. So I figured I'd be there. It's a lot of slots. Yeah. Yeah. But I figured I got to lead by example. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll be great. Um, 
If you're not around with us, you can still pray during that 24-hour time. Or if you can't come, I think you have an online prayer guide, right? Yeah, we do. So we, we put a, a prayer guide online for people who are unable or not yet comfortable uh, joining us at home, uh, joining us at church. They mm-hmm. can join us from home. Or they don't want to come in the middle of the night. Right. Or they don't want to come in the middle of the night. But, you know, of course, the, the goal is we want people to come in the middle of the night. Yes. You know, we and we have, do have a safety team in right, place. Mm-hmm. We want to have two people, uh, yep. at least two people praying for the church, at okay. the church, all the way around the clock. So. Okay. Lord willing, that'll all work out well. And you know, it's uh, if there ever was a good time to call the church to prayer, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the verse we have for today is actually a perfect verse for this time too. Although I seem to say that about every verse. So it's just an example of God's word being always pertinent and always relevant, right? Yeah. Well, it's a good book, you know, and yeah. when, you, when you actually are familiar with it, you realize just how it speaks to all kinds of different issues mm-hmm. and, and times and seasons. Right. And so we're continuing on with our best love Bible verses. Today we have a verse sent in from a listener named Steve in Mm -hmm. Ohio, who is a dear friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, we don't like to give too much information on here because we like to keep you all anonymous. But Mm -hmm. anyways, he sent in a great verse with which most of you will know, and it's Micah six eight. Mm -hmm. Do you want to read that? Yes, it says uh, Micah six eight. He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Okay. Now, just so you know, some mini translations use mercy Mm -hmm. for kindness. That's the way I memorized it. Um, But yes, he has shown, there's a great song that goes in those, that has this verse in it. Mm -hmm. That's why I know it by heart too. But anyways, basically it's answering the question, what does God want from you? Yeah. yeah, There's three things. Yeah. So do do justice, love mercy or love kindness and walk humbly with your God. And Mm -hmm. as I recall, I think this was the verse that... uh, that Jimmy Carter had at his inauguration. That's true. Right? Yes, this was his verse. Yes. That's kind of how it came out into the popular culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was because of he highlighted this. Well, let me give us some background before we actually dive into it itself. Yeah, okay. because it is a small prophetic book. Micah is a short book, so that's why you said that that probably pushed this verse out. It's not a it's not a book most people read yeah, on, I mean, on he, a daily basis. No, no, no <laughs> definitely not. Uh, so Micah is an interesting book. Book, and so it begins uh, that this is delivered in the days of Hezekiah. So he was the king, the good king. Uh, who was in Jerusalem at the time when the Assyrians came up and they they were taunting the Jerusalem, uh, the Jerusalemites. Uh, and then in a miracle, God turned the Assyrian army around and, and sent them back, if you remember that story. Uh, but this, so the book of Micah uh, comes at a time of judgment. And so mm-hmm. that's the context. It's a time of judgment uh, that the kingdom has been divided north and south for a few hundred years. Uh, God has been sending prophet after prophet after prophet to call his people back to himself, especially that both sides went off the rails, but especially in the north, they really went off the rails uh, into idol worship and into the worship of foreign gods. Okay. And so God kept calling prophets to to call his people back and they wouldn't listen. Mm -hmm. And so now God has had enough. And so now God is sending prophets like Micah to say, at least to the northern kingdom, hey, it's too late. The Assyrians are coming and the Assyrians are my my rod of judgment. They're going okay. to punish you and take you off in exile and you'll never return. Okay. Uh, and then God, so that, that's the message to the north. The message to the south is learn from this example. You oh, know, okay. if, uh, if, if the northern kingdom is your older brother, don't be like your older brother. Learn from this example of what's going on. Repent of your wickedness before it's too late. Okay. So that's kind of the context. This is about 720 BC or so. Uh, in, in Micah chapter 6, we have this, uh, this wonderful little dialogue between, uh, I guess, yeah, it's a dialogue uh, between God and his people. And so God says this, Micah chapter 6, uh, verse, uh, verse 2, Hear you mountains the indictment of the Lord, for the Lord has an indictment against his people, and he will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? How have I wearied you? Answer me. <laughs> 
It's a, it's a wonderful thing. Right. So God is saying, what's wrong with you? Right. How have I forsaken you? What have you? I done to what you? What have I done to you? <laughs> yes. You know, I've been good to you. And then he goes on. I brought you up from the land of Egypt. I redeemed you from the house of slavery. I sent before you Moses and Aaron. Oh, my people, remember the good things I've done mm. for you. Mm-hmm. And of course, they, they don't. Mm-hmm. That's the tragedy. Uh, and then in verse 6, you get this. Uh, you get the southern kingdom personified. And so they're responding to what God has said. You know, okay. God brings this indictment forward. And verse 6 kind of realizes shamefacedly what's happened. And so they respond, Micah 6, verse 6. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the God on high? Shall I come before him with, with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? So hmm. they're saying, what can I do? What can I bring? You know, I, I know I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, Lord, that you are right and that I truly am in the wrong. But what can I do? Can I, what kind of sacrificial yes. offering can I give you? Uh, and then there's this really kind of horrifying passage. Uh, um, last half of verse 7. Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, mm. the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? which is one of the very things that the northern and southern kingdom had fallen into. Oh, They'd my fallen goodness. into human sacrifice, offering their own children. And then the prophet responds in verse 8. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? Mm. In other words, it's it's not that hard. <laughs> you know, it's, it's simple. It's, yeah. it, uh, it might not be easy to do. Right. But it's not that hard. You don't need to bring him thousands of rams and ten thousands of rivers and oil. Right. Just... Do what he told you to do. You know, he's told you what is right. Uh, and what does God require of you but to do justice, to love mercy, to walk humbly with your your God. Right. And so a little bit about that. And so now that we're in the verse itself. Mm-hmm. Right? And by the way, this is a message in other prophets as well, asking like, because God did originally ask for sacrifice. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And as the time went on and stuff, and these sacrifices were becoming not what heartfelt, I guess. They were just becoming yeah. ritualistic. Well, and then, excuse me, and that's the thing. It's like God, you know, God is the one who commanded the sacrifices. Right. But the depravity of the human heart is such that we can, uh, that you can offer the sacrifice without really giving yourself to God. For you can sure. say, well, I gave him the lamb. I guess I'm good to go. I can do whatever I want. Got it. Same kind of thing with, uh, you know, even now in church. People, there's some people have an attitude. Well, hey, I go to church every Sunday, so I'm good that's to go. I, mean. I right. can do whatever I want. Sure. Well, that's not really what God wants, you know. Uh, you're supposed to offer him your praise and sacrifice, but but it's more than just that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the passage. You know, what does he require of you to right. do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with your God? So let's look at each one of those. Okay. Uh, so to do justice, and justice is basically doing the right thing, mm-hmm. living by the golden rule. Um, the scribes came forward and they asked Jesus, what does it mean to, to live by God's law? And he said, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, do to do justice is to do the things that you know God asks you to do. Okay. Yeah, God talks quite often about his dislike of, you know, dishonest scales, he mm-hmm. calls it. Um, anytime we're cheating someone else or not, um, yeah, not, I don't know, I guess or it's... Bearing che- false witness. Bearing false witness, example, yes. Right. He does not like this kind of lack of justice in the right. world. Right, right. And then he says, love kindness. Now, that's my translation. Others are love mercy. Uh, still others are love, uh, steadfast love mm-hmm. and kindness. That kind of combines them mm-hmm. together. The word here is hesed. Mm-hmm. And, it, uh, and it's that character of God's covenant faithfulness. And so, you know, often the, the prophets describe the relationship between God and Israel as the relationship between husband and wife. 
that it, there's this ongoing steadfast love and faithfulness that binds them together. There's a covenant between them, a mm-hmm. lifelong covenant. Uh, and that's that's what he's talking about. So he's saying, you know, love kindness. Yeah, be nice to people. Love mercy. Yeah, show mercy to people. Don't be, um, don't be hypocritical. Don't be quick to judge them. But more importantly, the most profound, uh, the the most basic understanding is love, steadfast love and kindness. You know, mm-hmm. Love faithfulness. Be faithful to God as God is faithful to you. Right. And I mean, those things have to go together. We talk about that a lot in the church because God is just. He is perfect. He does demand that we be perfect, mm-hmm. right? But we can't be perfect, so he sent his son and that was merciful. So he, right. you know, so I think the I think in Alpha or something we talk about that idea of a judge mm-hmm. who has to convict someone because they did something right. illegal and he has to send the conviction, right? right? He has to lay down the law. However, then he can get off his judge bench or whatever and walk down mm-hmm. and like pay the fine for right. him out of his mercy. Out of the mercy, right. And it's the same with God. Exactly. He has to hold us accountable for our sins because he's just and perfect and holy, but he kind of stepped down from the throne and paid for us, right, right with his son Jesus. And so he mercy trumps justice for God, right? Yeah, it does. And it, it's not that it's either or. Right, but absolutely. It's, it's, they it's go together. Mm-hmm. You know, and even here in the passage of Micah, you know, he's the Assyrian army is marching toward Jerusalem. And even now God is saying, wake up, mm-hmm. repent, and I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just like at the DMV today, right? She had to be just. I mean, we needed to have our paperwork in line, right? But she probably could have given us a little mercy considering the insurance was obviously set. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but maybe oh. not. Maybe yeah, you not. know, the DMV does not often bring to mind God's mercy. <laughs> well, not God's, but come on, human mercy. That's funny. Yes. But, you know, and obviously we're not going to get into politics no. on our podcast, but we will say that our nation is looking for justice right now as we yeah. as we await the results of the election. And we hope that both sides want to see um, justice reign, you know? Yeah, well, that's it. And yeah. justice is just that, as, as, you, um, as, as you, especially as you read through the prophets. There's descriptors like neither to the right to the left, neither for the rich nor the poor, neither mm-hmm. for the great man nor the small. Do not put yeah. your thumb on the scale, but just. That okay. it's, it's got to be just and legal, mm-hmm. not what people necessarily want, but mm-hmm. what is actually yeah. the case. That's justice. Right. Uh, yeah, and that is something that we're all looking for mm-hmm. right now in this election season. Right. Love kindness or mercy. Mm-hmm. Man, if we can show kindness and mercy mm-hmm. to those with whom we disagree, those on the other side of the, the political divide, I mean, how far that would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can show steadfast love and faithfulness to God, even in this time when we feel like we're being whipsawed around. Mm-hmm. And then the last part is yeah. walk humbly with your God. Humility. Walk humbly with your God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we, uh, we walk with God, we follow him uh, and he leads, right? God is God. We are not. Uh, he's the one who is leading. And sometimes he leads us in a direction we don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he says things to us that we don't want to hear. But uh, he loves us and he's right. And so we, we listen. We walk humbly to him. We recognize that we're not the ones in control. He is. Right. Yeah. And I think especially at this this season now, you know, God is still sovereign. Uh, God mm-hmm. is still the Lord. Even when things may not turn out the way that you have wanted them to, still God is sovereign. And you're mm-hmm. called to walk humbly with him. Um, and God is sovereign. You know, he has humbled nations before, mm-hmm. as he was doing right here in our lesson today to the northern and southern mm-hmm. kingdoms. Uh, he'll hum- humble kingdoms again. He may be humbling our kingdom now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is still sovereign. And so you're called to love him and to be steadfast and faithful to him and to walk with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of these things are deeply sort of embedded in our human nature, right? I mean, this idea of justice is born in a child by the time they're 
what, two or three, you know, everything's not fair. (laughs) And, you know, everything has to be exactly fair when certainly, you know, it doesn't actually work for your favor all that much if you, if we're perfectly fair between our children. We kind of have to give them the best for their, what they need, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fairness with six is, it's a little harder. (laughs) How does it work with the Lord, I tell you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very hard to, you know, it's just hard enough to maintain one scale of justice to have six hanging mm-hmm. in the balance all right. the time. It's right. almost impossible. So we're obviously born with this idea of we, we expect justice. Yeah. We, if somebody mistreats us, we know that that's a complete, we've been completely wronged, right? Because that, like I said, yeah. you, at two or three years old, you're saying stuff like that. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like one of the first things that kids learn, yeah. right? Is, you know, me, no, and not fair. Yeah, Those right. are kind of some of the first words that they mm-hmm. learn. This, this inborn sense of, of anger at, at being uh, violated, your right. sense of justice is violated. Well, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, C.S. Lewis talks about how, uh, you know, atheists and agnostics, they have, um, will go on to, to wonderful and very descriptive arguments for why there is no God and therefore why there is no right or wrong in the world, but it's mm. really all just a cultural setup and right. so on and so forth. But then C.S. Lewis says, however, you know, punch the guy in the face <laughs> or steal his wallet and he'll change his tune. And, and that's the Absolutely point. Absolutely right. Because when, uh, when we feel like injustice has been done against us, then we cry out for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think what God is, one of the things God is saying here is do justice. Yeah. Not only when it's right for you, mm-hmm. but when it's right, you mm-hmm. do justice. Right. And other places, you know, we can trust that we might not always get it right in this lifetime, but um, the Bible teaches that those things done in the dark will be revealed in the light, right? Yeah. And so we just have to make sure as Christians we are walking um, justly and we are walking in the light because our deeds will be revealed, you know? Yeah, walking humbly. And that's, mm-hmm. that's going to be a, a challenging one you know, mm-hmm. in, these, in these weeks to come, these weeks of uncertainty, uh, mm-hmm. is to... Uh, is to not just respond to people, uh, not shoot from the hip, so to speak, mm-hmm. but, you know, to walk humbly mm-hmm. and to show mercy and kindness. Right. Yeah. yeah. And to fight for justice. You know, they justice. all go together. That's all what together. I think our point is that all three need to go together. And if we if we can exercise them personally or in our families, in our churches, or even in our nation, we try to keep all three together because you can't just, you know, you can't be so merciful and so humble that you right. just don't care about justice. You know, yeah, then you get walked all over. Right. You're a doormat. So we have to all fight for justice as well, but we do so with a humble heart and with a spirit of mercy. Well said. Thank you. That was very nicely Thank said. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, we were going to continue. Oh, do you have something else? No, I was oh, just going to say, okay. well, let us, let us hope that there is both justice and mercy for Sam and his license later on today. Yes. And yeah. if not, we'll come back next week with bad news. But anyways, um, we will continue on here with the, we've got a couple more best love Bible mm-hmm. verses. I'm not sure how many more we have, but we have at least a few more weeks of this and we've been enjoying it and I hope you have too. Thank you.